This is The Last Call with Chris Michaels, and it is another week. So gird your loins for more glittering brilliance from the diamond-sharp mind of none other than your intrepid host. So let's begin this week with a little bit of scuttlebutt. Who do we have here but none other than Bill Gates and Melinda Gates. Melinda Gates looks a little bit like Kevin Klein, if Mr. Klein was so inclined to dress up in drag. I mean, Melinda Gates, she is as wide as a barn door. She is built like a brick, well, excrement house. That nose is enormous on Miss Gates. Uh, She is, I don't know, I wouldn't want to meet her in a dark alley. But the Gateses, they're on the rocks. After a great deal of thought and a lot of work of our relationship, we have made the decision to end our marriage. Over the last 27 years, we have raised three incredible children and built a foundation that works all over the world to enable all people to lead healthy, productive lives. Really, Mr. Gates, uh, by vaccinating them, yes, that's going to lead to a healthy, productive life when it's been found out that in Africa you are sterilizing women uh, through your vaccines, of course. We continue to share a belief in that mission, I'm sure, because your father was on the board of Planned Parenthood, and the origins of Planned Parenthood was to make sure that minorities don't have kids so that they don't get the upper edge or upper edge or they don't get or they don't outpopulate the Caucasian cultures. Yes, Mr. Gates, uh, the pinnacle of altruism. Uh, the, let's see, we continue to share a belief in that mission and we will continue our work together at the foundation. But we no longer believe we can grow together as a couple in this next phase of our lives. We ask for space and privacy for our family as we begin to navigate this new life. Really, Mr. Gates, you want privacy. Meanwhile, you, for some reason, is the de facto head of every little bit of our, our meaning the population of the planet Earth, of our lives when it comes to our medical freedom of choice. Where is the my body, my choice crowd? How come you're not supporting them, Mr. Gates? Oh, we want privacy. Well, how come I can't get medical and health privacy from megalomaniacs like you? Everyone was up in arms about Joe Rogan commenting on the fact that maybe, just maybe, healthy young kids don't need to get vaccinated. And the White House was up in arms. Dr. Fauci, he came out there and said, well, wait, uh, what, what's, what does Joe Rogan know about any of it? Well, he knows just about as much as Bill Gates. Saki from Biden's place, by the press secretary for Biden, she was out there saying, well, when did Joe Rogan become a doctor? Well, when did Bill Gates become a doctor? Good riddance. I hope both of you are miserable. And I hope, I hope, Melinda Gates starts spilling the beans on all of your disgusting behavior when it comes to reducing the population by any means necessary. I would also like to know why Bill Gates is buying more farmland than any other person in the United States. He owns more farmland than anybody in the United States. Why would that be? Well, we do know that Mr. Gates would like to remove meat from 
the diets of Americans. If you also notice in a lot of your cooking magazines and a lot of the uh, the places where you get your rep- your recipes and websites, things like that, they have essentially removed or they've limited, severely limited the recipes that involve meat, mostly from cows and lambs and things like that, because they're blaming, oh, climate change. We've got to reduce carbon emissions. Ugh. Ugh. Enough with this stuff. Why do we have to be involved with this stuff? Ugh. Like, if you're supposed to trust the science and follow the science, then how come you aren't? One person that doesn't trust the science or follow the science is none other than the uh, intruder in the White House, Joseph Biden. Or I shouldn't say it, squatter in the White House, Joseph Biden. Uh, And he was spotted with masks all over the place. He's outside. Meanwhile, Dr. Fauci and the CDC, they're starting to turn around now and say that if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask if you're outdoors or you're with other vaccinated individuals, uh, not in large quantities. So a limited crowd with all vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. Yet Biden, supposedly vaccinated, walks around with a mask all the time, whether that's indoors or outdoors. And people, even people from places like The Hill and CNN are actually starting to question Biden, saying, what are you doing? Don't you think you should be getting on message here? Because let me tell you something, all those little stooges over at CNN and The Hill and Politico and all those other nonsense organizations, nonsense propaganda companies, let me tell you something. You know, they did their part throughout 2020 to make sure Trump got unelected. And they are tired of the mask nonsense. And we even heard it from Project Veritas with that technical director from CNN that they are starting to tone down all of the coverage of COVID because they're going to make climate change the next ultimate challenge that this world needs to overcome. And mark my words, you're going to start to see limitations in your freedoms. And it's all going to be under the guise of climate change. You can't buy this kind of car. You can't eat this kind of food. All because of carbon emissions. But if you look at all the countries and all the regions that have the highest or lowest carbon emissions, you would find out that the United States is uh, one of the countries with the lowest carbon emissions if you're going down that road. I mean, there's a whole fallacy in trusting the science with carbon emissions, but if we are to maintain the argument that these globalists are trying to shove down our throats, the United States probably has one of the lowest carbon emissions. If you really want to look at places with high carbon emissions, you should Look towards China. Look towards Africa. Those places have some of the highest, if not the highest, carbon emissions. So maybe little twerps like Greta Thunberg and her dumb pigtails or braids. I hate pigtails. Ugh. It's one thing I can't stand, pigtail. And, well, the braid thing, I guess the the Nordic braid thing on either side of the head. I mean, I guess that's okay. But But pigtail, oh, God. Blech. Blech. Anyway, um, all right, so we're going down this road 
with Biden. And The Hill says Biden made a point to walk away from the podium without a mask after outlining the new guidance. But the president has been slow to put the updated recommendations into practice. And it was known that he was kind of slipping up with this when he took a trip to Georgia. Biden also wore a mask into and out of the House chamber for his speech to a joint session of Congress, despite most of those in attendance being distanced and vaccinated, and in some cases, sound asleep, just like Ted Cruz from Texas. Yeah, he was taking a snooze. <laughs> it was the... <laughs> Cruz was snoozing uh, when uh, Biden was supposedly pontificating about something erroneous and ridiculous and nonsensical like that. But... But what else do we have coming from the Biden administration when it comes to these ridiculous lockdowns and these idiotic masks? We find out, from this is from pjmedia.com, the author is Rick Moran, uh, we find out that this whole school fiasco, schools being shut down, this whole nonsense of schools being shut down despite the fact, due to COVID, of course, despite the fact that kids are essentially immune, if not able to overcome anything involving COVID. And it's, the schools were apparently not a very strong location for the spreading of COVID, but the schools remained shut down. Through a Freedom of Information Act request, uh, and also in a New York Post article, we find out that the teachers' unions influenced the CDC's recommendations for the openings of schools. Does anybody remember old tearjerker Dr. Rochelle Walensky? She was the one out there saying, oh, you have to get the vaccine, get the med, That idiot? Yeah, well, apparently, clearly being aligned with the Biden administration, the communists, and I guess the unions now. I didn't know unions were communists, but I guess they are. Um, or aligned with them, I should say. Uh, but here we are. We're looking at it from this angle. And, well, it just turns out that the recommendations that the CDC put into place for schools were, oh, let's see, they were verbatim from what the teachers' unions were requesting. So basically, the CDC took the request of the teachers' unions, copied and pasted it right into their stat. <laughs> so it is just ridiculous ridiculous uh part of this uh part of this nonsense we were able to review a copy of the draft guidance document over the weekend we were able to provide some initial feedback to several staff this morning about possible ways to strengthen the document uh this is from some schmuck troutner aft senior director kelly troutner aft is the Teachers Union. We believe our experiences on the ground can inform and enrich thinking around what is practicable, is that even a word, and prudent in future guidance documents. Emails show a call between Walensky and Weingarten, the former boss of New York City's United Federation of Teachers, was arranged on February 7th. In at least two instances, according to the New York Post, language suggestions offered by the union were adopted verbatim into the final text of the CDC document. Now, this is where I'm going to tell all of you idiotic maskers to shut the hell up. 
all of us were out there being browbeaten by your overly pious, holier-than-thou nonsense rhetoric of trusting the science, trust the CDC, trust Dr. Fauci, trust Dr. Burks. And what do we find out? What do we find out? From the Freedom of Information Act requests, the only way we would have gotten our hands on this information, we find out that the teachers didn't want to go back to school despite the fact there was no science backing up their reasoning other than trying to use the union or trying to use COVID as leverage to get more pay or more whatever, more stance, more leverage against the federal government. That's all this was. This was, this was a power play by the teachers union to get more money out of the governments. That's all this was. Because the teachers didn't want to go back to school. Or the teachers' union, the union bosses didn't want the teachers to go back to school. I don't know about individual teachers, but clearly the union bosses did not want that to happen. So everybody out there saying, oh, trust the CDC, you have to trust the scientists. Supposedly, according to you morons, the CDC is the penultimate pillar of unbiased scientific research. And we should trust whatever they say. So I hope, I hope that you people will now shut up and listen to me because I have a bit of a jaundiced view when it comes to agencies within the federal government and how it's essentially a revolving door between industry, whatever industry the agency is supposed to be moderating, and that agency's employ of those former employees of the corporation and vice versa. Once you get out of government, you go get a cushy job at one of these corporations that you were supposed to be monitoring whilst working for the government. You can't, so clearly we cannot trust the science here. And it's, it's utter nonsense. And all of you people out there should just listen to me, listen to Chris Michaels, because I'm right. I'm right. Stop with this nonsense of this unquestioning piety towards the CDC and morons like Dr. Fauci. But finally, and we're going to end it here, and it's going to be something that, oh, I almost made 15 minutes, and it's going to be something that is tying into, apparently, all of these little Q people, the Q bots. Police in Germany shut down a dark web pedophile site called Boys Town. This is a sexual abuse platform with over 400,000 members. 400,000 members. And it basically just a bunch of videos and uh, videos, uh, pictures of pedophilia. Awful, awful things. You know, I'm not going to go into it. You get the idea. We all know what pedophilia is all about. You're also involved in if you're if you're up on your uh, on your elitism or study of the elites. We all know that they use kids for occult rituals. So we're starting to see the sudden change here. It's also Beltane. May Day, all that stuff, Cinco de Mayo. There's a reason why the first week in May is very important. It's an occultic, and it's an occult, a significant occult day. So this is where intentions are made, sacrifices are made, usually by fire, um, to get what they want for the rest of the year. There are other 
you know, rituals that take place throughout the rest of the year, but Beltane's a fairly significant one. And it seems as though they crack down on this pedophile ring during Beltane, which is, or broke it up during Beltane, which is uh, basically signaling that the tides are turning against these individuals. Also, there are other interesting correlations between the Q posts from uh, this day last year in 2020. Uh, They talk about how, why are Democrat governors releasing prisoners from jail, dangerous prisoners like in California, uh, while law-abiding citizens are locked down due to COVID? Uh, well, the, there was a law, not a law, but uh, California is basically over the next couple of months and years releasing 73,000 people from their jails. Some of them, uh, obviously sexual assaulters, uh, dangerous criminals that were in there for life. Some of them are in there for nonsense reasons because of these zero tolerance laws. But a lot of these people are going to be released over the next couple of years. Now, why would you have that? Why are they doing that? Well, they, they need to buffer the ranks of ple- of organizations like Antifa for the 2022 elections and the 2024 elections. So these the process of releasing somebody that was supposed to be in prison for life is going to take a couple of years to get through. So that's why they're staging it now. So by the time these elections come, they're going to have the manpower on the streets to create all sorts of mayhem. And no, Joseph Biden, Antifa is not just an idea. It's an actual organization, and it is funded by people on your side. So let's get that straight right now. The point that I'm trying to get at here is that we're starting to see the secret war become public with stories like this out of Germany And I would expect this week to be a significant week because we're also starting to see a lot of these Q people go a little sideways, a little bananas, because this is supposed to be a fairly significant week uh, if we're to believe these these correlations. Uh, So anyway, that's it. This is the last call with Chris Michaels. And as always, we will be posting podcasts all week, four times a week, plus other podcasts that I do, plus other radio shows. So, I mean, I I don't know what else you want me to do. I do this all the time. So expect more this week as always. Until then, enjoy your day, your morning, your coffee, or whatever else you may have going on today.